are watching Tech with Tina. I'm here with John, and John is one of the uber coolest, high up mm. executive designers here at Microsoft. Um, tell me a little bit about what you do here. Okay, so um, I'm the industrial design lead for Xbox, and essentially um, I'm in charge of um, the the design, the look and feel, and the the hardware interaction, the user experience for the hardware for uh, all the Xbox hardware. Okay, and what are some of the latest things that you've worked on? Uh, latest meaning last year? Yeah, Okay, sure. so uh, I would say um, the new consoles, that's a definitely a big one. We worked on the design of that. Uh, we worked on the design of, of the Kinect sensor, um, and we also um, uh, worked on the uh, the design of the uh, the transformer D-pad. In fact, the transformer D-pad is um, an invention that came out of our group. So, talk to me about how did how did that come about and what is it? Yeah. Um, so, uh, when we <laughs> the the D-pad has uh, a really interesting story here at Xbox. Uh, when I first started working here in, in the beginning of the 360 days before 360 even launched, we uh, we had talked a lot about the, the D-pad. Uh, when we launched the 360. Um, we initially got some feedback on the D-pad that wasn't so hot, and um, and so we knew there were some consumer-facing things that uh, we wanted to look at. Well, a lot of the things that we looked at were there. When it comes to something like a D-pad, there's things that are what we call under the hood and over the hood, right? Things that um, so over the hood meaning the top of the D-pad, what you touch and feel, and then under the hood being what's underneath the D-pad, making the button presses happen when you press the different directions on the D-pad. Right, so we knew that there were some things under the hood we can fix, yeah. and so we did fix fix those, um, and, and those were actually launched in, in um, uh, the green controller. And I don't know if you remember that we oh, did yes. we, uh, we did green controller. <laughs> yes. It was very well received in Europe. That was the, that was the one that had the first modifications to under hood for the D pad, mm -hmm. um, but we knew that that was. We did that change, understanding that we didn't uh, want to really. Uh, impact anything outside the hood yet, right? Um, what we found uh, after we did that was that, yeah, that improved the D-pad significantly, just making under the hood changes. But there were, but when it comes to user interaction, there's what happens when you press a button, and there's what happens when you are pressing the button, and when you go to press another button. The under hood changed what happens once you press it, but not changing anything outside, anything you touch. It, it didn't help with the other aspect of when you go to touch it. So um, one of the things we've learned in the last, you know, eight, ten years of being in the Xbox business is that, you know, uh, D-pads are dependent upon use model, which is dependent upon content, right? If you play a fighting game and you're trying to do a combination like a back, down, left, uh, down, sweep forward, and then uh, ABX all at the same time, you know, your D-pad's going to, your, your thumb is doing a different thing on the D-pad. Right. right? Um, if you're playing Pac-Man, going up, down, left, right, it's doing something else, right? Um, if you're uh, mostly on the thumbsticks and selecting over to switch weapons or tactical view or something, that's really very different as well. And it's still different when if you're playing Pro Evolution Soccer or something and moving around the D-pad on an angled field and then trying to pass the ball and change characters and those kinds of things, do a chicane spin, those kinds of things, right? Yeah. So, and all those things, you're, the same th thumb does on the same shape D-pad. Um, looking at that and listening to customers and going to a lot of consumer tests, we knew that um, there are kind of two styles of D-pads overall. Yeah. There's this plus style, yeah. right, which is, looks like a plus across, yeah. and and where there's and uh, where there's like plastic in between the four directions, right. Mm -hmm. And there's like a disc style, more like a 360 one, which is like a platter that that yeah. kind of rocks around, right. Um, there's benefits to both depending upon the use model, but 
they're kind of at opposite ends of the spectrum, right? Uh, a D-pad that's like a plus does games like Pac-Man really well, right? Right, up, yes. down, left, right. It's really good for that. Mm -hmm. But when you try to play a fighting game with it, what you get is a Nintendo thumb, right? You get a, you get a bleeding sore thumb with <laughs> blisters on it, right? Um, um, a disc is the exact opposite. It's a really good general use D-pad, and it's really good for uh, doing things like combination moves and those kinds of things, right? But uh, being able to delineate north, south, east, west really easily, not as good, yeah. right? So. You know, Xbox has had this platter style D-pad for a while, and um, once we launched the green controller, we're like, well, do we go to a new shape or not? And like, well, if we go to a plus shape, then there's trade-offs to that too. You know, the management was, which one are you gonna pick? And we're like, well, we're not gonna pick. We're gonna do both, right? Initially, um, engineering told us it was gonna be really difficult, it wasn't possible. So we went out and we built this, we did a couple of versions, and we built this one version where you twist the D-pad, and um, it's a plus, and you twist it another way, and it's, and it's a platter. And, uh, you know, at first it was kind of like, uh, can we really do this? Can we actually figure something like this? Because we had uh, ideas that had removable parts and all those kinds of things, yeah. but we didn't want anything. We wanted to be really simple, simple for the user, yeah. So what do we have today? The plus, the platter, both? So, so yeah. what the Transformer D-pad does, yeah. it, it gives you both. Yeah. Depending upon your style of gameplay, for what game you're playing at that moment, you can twist the D-pad and you get a, and you get a platter, a disc style, platter style, where it's uh, it's a lot easier, more comfortable for you to do multiple combination moves and play over a long duration, over um, you know many different types of motions. Um, or uh, you give it a little twist and <laughs> you play Pac-Man. You don't have to worry about going in the wrong direction, getting eaten by the ghost, or or um, maybe you left to play Gears of War and uh, you know you're just using D-pad for weapons, which will a plus might be a little easier for you to detect that there's only four positions, right? Or you might be a soccer player and you might want to twist it back. Well, as somebody who appreciates all of the effort you have put into the D-pad, oh, thank, thank you very, you much. Thank very, you very, very much. much. Yeah. We have dissected the D-pad history. I love it.